from University Athletics. This is the Burn 'em Up Podcast. Now let's join your host, Carmen Lastoria and Philip Tang. And welcome back to the Burn 'em Up Podcast, brought to you by Food City. Philip Tang and Carmen Lastoria here with episode two of season two of the Burn 'em Up Podcast. Carmen, it is finally game week. We are ready to rock and roll. Volleyball, cross country, soccer's all start this week. Yeah, really exciting time, obviously. I mean, you work so hard preseason. You know, it's exciting when you get the athletes back on campus and everybody moves in, but then you still have a couple of weeks before you really start playing the games for real. And so now it counts. We go into this weekend uh, kicking it off, and we'll we'll go through the full schedule here in a little bit. But coming up on Thursday, 7.30 men's soccer home opener. Uh, the women will be on the road. Volleyball will be on the road. We'll talk a lot about volleyball with our guest here today. But, yeah, exciting time to get things going here uh, in the 2023-24 season. Our guest today is Ashton Milton, one of the setters for this Lady Flame volleyball team. And, Carmen, I've noticed over the summer a lot of athletes were on cross-cultural trips this summer. And she was one of them. So we're going to see a lot of those throughout this year because there's a lot of great stories you can hear from people doing those encounters. Absolutely. We talked with Kate Dirksy of the women's soccer team last week, talked about their trip over to England and how, uh, you know, really just a, a great trip that was. And, uh, it's a big part of what Lee University is about. We want students to come and experience different cultures, and cross-cultural trips are a great way to do that. And so our Global Perspectives program uh, that's been around now since the mid-'90s has uh, just is such a wonderful program, and it's highly rated among liberal arts universities, and so it really gives our student-athletes uh, a unique experience, you know, outside of, of the classroom and their sport. And so, Ashton, let's start there. Um, let's talk about that trip to Northern Ireland. Had you been over to Europe before? Was there anything that surprised you about the trip? What were some of the highlights for you? Yeah, so that was my first time ever going out of the country. And I don't really know what I expected it to be like before, but, um, you know, I got my passport fundraising worked out for the trip. I went with, not with Lee, but I went with a different organization. Um, and I didn't know anyone on the trip at all. Oh, like, wow. That's so we all met up over there, like in the Dublin airport. Um, and so, you know, I got on the plane. I was a little nervous at first, just like not knowing anyone. And then we get over there. We all meet up at the airport. A lot of the time was spent just like waiting for each other to get there. Um, but the whole purpose of the trip was to do sports ministry over there. Great. Um, and so basically there was a huge camp in Northern Ireland, um, like a big, big festival, I guess you can call it. And it was like a, a Christian festival and it had probably like a couple thousand middle and high schoolers that were there. And our job was to do like sports events and have like tents set up with different activities. Um, volleyball was, was one of them. And so I kind of took reign of, of that one, which was fun. Um, but we had, you know, spike ball, just all these different things to kind of draw kids in, um, especially just because some of the kids, you know, weren't really willing to be there. It was more like their church made them go or their school made them go or their parents like send them there. Um, and so like our, our tent setup was kind of a good way just to like draw those kids in and start with, with the fun activities, the sports, and then have those more like meaningful conversations about, you know, what does, what does religion look like over here? And like what is who who is god to you and just like really cool conversations like that so yeah that's really awesome to hear because you know sports is a universal language and so mm-hmm. it breaks down some of those bar- barriers not just culturally but also when it comes to religion and, and, and talking about god and yeah. um and so what what were is that a passion of yours is that something that you know maybe down the road you can see 
um, your background in sports really leading to ministry opportunities? Yeah, I would say like 1000%. I, I'm majoring in psychology and kind of like going through college, I was like, well, maybe I'd want to go like the counseling route or the sports psychology route. Um, and I feel like my mind changes like every single week. I'm like, <laughs> I, right. I still don't know. But definitely after going on that trip, I was like, whoa, wow, like sports ministry is really cool. Um, I really liked having conversations with middle and high school aged students more than I probably thought that I would enjoy. Um, so I could definitely see myself maybe like after college exploring ministry for a little bit and then coming back into like the sports psychology realm um, or even like college coaching one day I think would be really cool. So I think going over there, the Lord really did open doors of what my future possibilities could look like and open my eyes to, to see new possibilities that I didn't really have before. So How did you end up going with the group you did and how did you end up going to Northern Ireland? That's always fascinating because was there more than just one option or is that the place this group was going? Um, so my my friend, her name is Missy, and she actually plays volleyball at Mississippi College. Um, but we... Oh, a rival? Yes, a rival. rival. Okay, shout um, out, Missy. Yeah, shout out if you're listening to this. But we grew up playing on the same travel volleyball team. Um, and we've just, you know, we're still pretty good friends. We keep in touch. And huh. she went on this trip last year to Northern Ireland um, by herself, just with, with this organization that she kind of found and explored. And every summer we come back home and we train together, we, you know, catch up, whatever. And she was just talking about how amazing this trip was. She was like, it was amazing. It was great. Like explained everything to me and she invited me to go with her. And so I was like, okay, yeah, like what a cool opportunity. Like I'll definitely look into it. And then this summer she actually got a different opportunity with FCA to go, um, to South Africa for an entire month. And so I was like, you should t- like totally take that opportunity. Like that is a once in a lifetime thing, a whole month. Like you still go there and I'll still go on this trip, uh, even though it'll look a little different going by myself. But there were like different options, but she really said that that trip was one that she loved and, you know, never been anywhere before. And I don't know, I just thought like Northern Ireland would be a really cool place to go. Um, I liked how there wasn't a language barrier for my first time out of the country that helps right yeah especially doing like ministry work and with sports I was like I think for like my first trip somewhere I want to be able to like have those conversations so did you get to sightsee at all or were you pretty much in one location we we went up um like on the north coast of Ireland so we did a lot of sightseeing there it was beautiful it was so (laughs) incredible there was like old castles temples um the cliffs and just like the whole coastline are so pretty and it was the weather was kind of cold like it was cold and rainy but it made it even more like mysterious looking, I think. Well, that's how it's supposed to be in Northern yeah. Ireland. Right. At least yeah. in my mind. I've never been. But in my mind, it's cold, it's windy, there's some rain, and it's just beautiful landscape. Yes. Right? Is the that- pictures that you see are like exactly what it looks like yeah. in person. So. Well, that is great. So excited for you to have that opportunity. And wow, first time out of the country, you go by yourself. That says something about yeah. you and you yeah. know taking that step. And uh, sounds like it was a wonderful trip. So then you come back and you get an opportunity now to play for uh, a new coach, Krista mm-hmm. Fob, of course, in her first year taking over the lead volleyball program. Although I know, you know, she came in in January, so you guys got to work together in the spring. But what are your thoughts of her? She was an All-American here mm-hmm. back in the heyday of lead volleyball under Coach Andrea Hudson. And so what have been your first impressions of Coach Fob? Yeah, so um, when she got here, the very first thing that she said, or the first thing that I guess I learned about her is that she went and did mission work and ministry like for three years, mm-hmm. probably even longer after college. Um, she did the world race, which is 11 countries in 11 months. 
And so I think just like finding that out about her as a person and like who she is, what her character looks like, um, I just knew right away that she would care for us at like a deeper level than just being athletes, that Uh she cares for us as people. Um, So I think having like that information and then just having like more conversations with her, I was like, yes, like she has so much knowledge about the sport of volleyball, but she also just genuinely cares about us, which is such a great feeling like being here knowing that that you're playing for someone who really does have your best interest at heart yeah, i was gonna say you probably don't have too many head coaches that do events like that where you go 11 countries for mission work <laughs> yeah. in 11 months yeah yeah it, it's a really cool story like if you ever get the chance to talk to her you should but i think that also really like calmed my nerves about going out of the country i was sure, talking to her yeah. about it and she was like don't let fear hold you back and she talks to our team about this and even when I tell her like I still don't know what I'm doing after college she was like well the opportunity is always there don't let fear hold you back from that um and you know she kind of encouraged me that like the Lord is safety is comfort and you can't you can't really find other things to fill those like characteristics I guess um and just like abiding in him and walking in obedience with those things like he'll provide that comfort that safety so absolutely in, yeah. in all aspects of life right yeah you're talking that 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 translates to you know what what your future holds or decisions that you have in front of you or even on the court when yeah. you're in the battle in yes. volleyball those principles ring true so uh, that's a uh, really powerful to keep in mind okay when you look at the team this year right so mm-hmm. you are one of the veteran players on the team uh, you guys have uh, gotten a, a nice preseason schedule so you've played quite a few matches against different competitions so how do you feel like the team you know, where would you say the team is and how are you feeling going into this first weekend when now it counts, now it's the regular season yes. and the win-losses count? Mm-hmm. I think preseason um, went really well. We, you know, had a lot of time just bonding off the court. Um, and looking back at preseason, like it, like those long practices, those long days you remember, but it's also all the moments off the court of us just like hanging out together getting to know one one another that it's what you'll remember um and so i think we're in a really good place culturally we've had like some conversations about what does it look like to be fully bought into this program um and coach kind of like laid all those points out and we've decided like as a team um you know coaches can can put all these these goals and these values on a team but it really does take every player within the program within the team to to really hold those values and and want those for yourselves and for one another. So um, I think there's a lot of potential for our team. I think we have so much talent, um, like individual talent and just talent as a whole on the court. Um, so I'm stoked. I, I really think that we're going to have a really good season. I'm excited for it. You talked about a lot of talent. How's the new players? Because it's a good balance of returners and mm-hmm. newcomers how you guys gelled because you know it's hard sometimes when you have a transfer or a freshman coming in they're trying to figure out how you they fit in with the rest of the team yeah we have eight new people i believe uh, which is a lot you know and especially on a volleyball team that's like half the roster pretty <laughs> much um and so i think at first it was kind of like oh well, what is this going to look like how are we going to make it as smooth of a transition as possible um and over the summer we had the idea to do Uh, like a zoom call every month over the summer so i think we ended up doing three for like may june july and then we had one in person when we got here and our goal for that was just to do like one team bonding activity every zoom just to like get to know each other um and so having like those three or four calls with each other over the summer as a team where we just took time to do like fun activities together and bond i think that really helped us like coming into preseason with the same mindset 
the same goals, like ready to go. Um, and then like Julia Davis, she's she's a new player on our team. She's kind of from my hometown, so we were able to train together this summer a little bit, um, which was which was good. And then some people on our team came to camps, so we were able to kind of train together during camps and and kind of set that expectation of what it's going to look like when we all get back here together. So. Well, absolutely. So what, what are you most, uh, what, what's the game on the schedule that you're most excited about? Is there a team in particular that you just get fired up to play? I know, you know, there's some different rivalries and sometimes those vary between sports and kind of the team that's the biggest rival, but is there a game in particular that you're, uh, you're circled on the calendar or are you just excited to get it rolling? Um, well, I'm excited for, for all of them to get it rolling, <laughs> but I think for me personally, uh, Mississippi College because you know my one of my good yeah, friends is on that sure, team sure um, but also like they they are a really really skilled team um, very competitive program and we get to go to them this year so I think that'll be a really exciting match uh, for us and then West Florida is coming to us this year so I think that will just be a really good opportunity to have them coming to us and I feel like we're all kind of in that mindset where Sure, maybe they're ranked top in our conference, but no matter who the competition is, like we are going to do our job. We're going to play how we know how to play um, and take care of business like on our side, not worrying about who's on the other side. So I feel like that brings like kind of a confidence and a, an assurance. So, yeah, I think those are two games that, that we can be pretty excited for. Well, Ashton, we're excited. I love I love that mindset, by yeah. the way. I love that uh, way of looking at things. And we're excited about this volleyball season, a new era for Lee Volleyball with Krista Fobb coming to take over the reins. And uh, I know you guys have battled through the last couple of seasons. And so uh, I'm with you. We're excited. We think yeah. like this is going to be a, a great step forward for the Lee Volleyball team. So thanks for coming on the podcast, sharing a little bit about your trip to Northern Ireland. Yes. And, uh, man, we look forward to this season and then, of course, everything that God has for you after uh, this season as well. So, uh, hey, we'll bring it back on the podcast here maybe near the end of the year, and uh, we'll, we'll uh, take a look back at what the season was like. But thanks so much for joining us, and, hey, best of luck this weekend. Thank you, get you it going. so much. Thank you, guys. We'll take a quick break and be back with more here in just a moment on the Burn Up Podcast. I was told the place I was looking for didn't exist. A place that could refine my raw talents into something greater. Where I could ask big questions about my faith, not settling for easy answers. And I could risk what's comfortable in pursuit of my dream. To join with others, find my voice, and change the world. I was told that place didn't exist. Then I found Lee. Welcome back to the Burn'em Up podcast. Our thanks to Ashton Middleton for joining us here. As we get ready, Carmen, to start this season, you already kind of touched on men's soccer at home to start. Women's soccer on the road, cross country's on the road, and volleyball is down in South Carolina. It's the start of the 23-24 school year. The academic year has already started. Now the sports year is about to fly into gear. Yeah, it's exciting. The start of the season, of course, uh, Thursday, 4.30, the women's soccer team will kick it off. Got a, a sneak peek of them on Saturday against a very good Columbus State team. Won that game one to nothing in the exhibition. So I know Chris Hennessy bringing a lot of veteran players back. We talked with Kate Dirksy last week. and. Um, you know, you, you just got a lot of uh, Tate Miller and, you know, a lot of veterans coming back and uh, on that squad. And so I, I think it's going to be an exciting season and they'll get they'll get a good test on the road against Lenore Ryan on Thursday. Uh, they will kick things off and then sticking with women's soccer on Saturday. 
they will remain on the road as they take on Carson Newman. So that's yeah, that's two pretty good tests out of the gate there on the road, and they'll come home next Wednesday to take on North Georgia. But like we said, veteran team for Coach Chris Hennessy. They're picked to finish third in the preseason in the GSC, but I think all of those West Florida, Mississippi College, and Lee, not much separation between those uh, three teams. But Josie Taylor's back in goal. She's got to get healthy, but she's going to be back in goal. You know, Ashley Ulo played a lot last year. Uh, Juliana Loesch is back. She's a skilled midfielder from Brazil. You got Katie Wilson, Mallory Hayden, unfortunately suffered a, an injury preseason, uh, but she'll be there on the bench supporting the team. And then, uh, you know, Grace Berry is back as a sophomore, played a lot as a freshman. Avery Sides, Ruth Edrington, Ellie Chrysler's back. I mean, I'm just going down through the list, and you're, you're just finding player after right. player that made a big impact last year. Alexis Hale, Kate Dirksy, as we mentioned, Tate. So uh, this is a veteran team under a veteran coach in Chris Hennessy and Luigi Buzil, and they've done it for a lot of years, and they are, uh, I mean, they are loaded. And so I'm excited for women's soccer to kick it off. I got to watch a little bit of that game against Columbus State, and last week Kate talked about how the last year's freshmen, the sophomores now, have taken a step forward. You can definitely see that as Asia Nye and Grace Berry and a couple of those up front looked really good as attacking forwards, and it looked really solid. So the, the future is here, and it's looking better and better each week. Well, it's a good balance, right? So yeah. he, he's got some veteran players in there, but, you know, he had a lot of freshmen play last year. Yes. You know, they had to play. And they played meaningful minutes, and they were starters, and they were key contributors, and so now they're sophomores. But they're 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 more like upperclassmen. They're not yes. sophomores uh, in their experience, so it's exciting. And then men's soccer, hey, a lot of new faces uh, for Coach Derek Pottinger, uh, but it's going to be, uh, I think, another great year. Men's soccer picked to, pin- picked to finish second mm-hmm. uh, in the Gulf South Conference a preseason poll, and so they will kick it off at home. That's the only home event this weekend, Thursday 7.30 p.m. at the Raycon Sports Complex. If you are a faculty or staff member of Lee, you're going to get free popcorn. If you're a gateway student, meaning you're a freshman student at Lee, incoming freshman, you're going to get free popcorn. We're also going to have food trucks out there. Bishop's Barbecue, shout out to Pastor Ed Lipsy, my pastor uh, at South Cleveland Church of God. He runs the delicious Bishop's Barbecue uh, food truck. They'll be out there uh for a small cost and then Kaona Ice will be out there as well so lots of great things for the whole family come on out should be a great night weather looks pretty good and the Flames will take on North Georgia so that'll be a good test for them out of the gate uh getting to play at home and we'll get a look at some of those yes. new faces but Tang some some people who aren't new Fabian Navarro's back he's a preseason all-conference yeah. selection yes, third year with the Flames Noam Stein is back. He's a veteran with the Flames. Uh, Matias Seams. There's some players there that have, uh, you know, been some mainstays. But you'll also see a lot of fresh faces as well. Yeah, well, you wonder why, like, Coach Potter had such a big turnover. It was the COVID years all kind of finishing. We had so many sure. great players graduate and get master's degrees last year, like Jeremy Bischoff, who's now the graduate assistant. He got a master's degree while still playing soccer, so that's why there's a lot of turnover. But we got a good core coming back. You mentioned Noam Stein and Matias Seams played a lot of minutes in that back line last year. Fabian Navarro, Mark Eamon runs the midfield. Eamon McLaughlin played a lot right. last year. So we've got some good faces returning. I'm curious to see who else is in that lineup come Thursday and see is there some freshmen that are transfer to playing. Who's going to fill out that lineup? I, I think in goal, I, we may see Robert Bailey, I think, right? He's a transfer so. from UAH. Uh, Getting his master, so we'll have a new goalkeeper, obviously, with Sam Keener gone. So you you may get a couple of different guys back there. Uh, And then, uh, you know, Ryan Chudy is back. He's an exciting player, but we've also got his brother, Farid Chudy, 
Yeah. Uh, so uh, he's he's going to be there as well. And so, uh, yeah, there's going to be some new faces mixed in with some of our veterans, but it's going to be uh, going to be fun to kick it back off. And we'll have the coverage for you on the Leaf Flame Sports Network with the pregame show at 7:20, kickoff at 7:30. So we're excited uh, to get things rolling with men's soccer. We shift over to Friday morning. It's going to be cross country. They're making the trip, the short trip up to Knoxville and running against a bunch of Division One schools. Coach Caleb Morgan loves running against the tough competition in Division One, and he beats some Division One teams quite a bit. But he's going to start up at, in UTK. We've got, we talked about it a little bit last week, a lot of returning runners for both the men and the women. Yeah, I mean, if you asked him, uh, you know, if you asked Coach Morgan about this, about this team, I, I think he would tell you that he thinks this is probably his deepest teams on both sides of the equation, so both the men's and women's team. Uh, they have a chance to be really, really good. Now, they've been good for a number of years. It goes without saying. But as far as depth, this might be the best depth that he's had on each side. So both are picked to win the GSC again this year. Both are picked to win the South Region. Um, and so they'll get it started, as you mentioned, up in Knoxville, running the with the uh, Vol race. And it's going to be against a lot of Division One opponents, so a great test. But, you know, Megan Adams, a fantastic freshman. She's back as a sophomore. Um you know, Lily Harris, a veteran of the squad now. She's a senior. Aria Hawkins is, you know, an All-American. She's a junior, and she's back. Elizabeth Heckman's a senior. Danielle Horder's a senior. Uh, I mean, these are all these are all athletes that have run a lot of miles for the Lady Flames. Uh, Lisa Kellerman is back, and then uh, Ashlyn Illiff is back. So it's a stacked team on the women's side, and then you flip over uh, to the men's side as well, and uh, you know, you've got Ryan Lovelace who ran in some some big time junior events this summer and did really well. He's poised to have another breakout year uh, as a sophomore. Uh, you've also got Matthew Fowler and Caleb Guthrie and Ezekiel Harless is a grad student and Jacob Hasher. Aaron Himes has been fantastic. He just keeps getting better year after year. Titus Lagat seems like he's been here forever. <laughs> yes. He's fantastic. We mentioned Ryan Evan Moore, uh, but yeah, I mean, and then they got some. Uh, junior transfer coming from Oklahoma Christian, Owen Pierce. He's somebody to keep an eye on as well. So this is a really uh, deep team on both sides. Mm -hmm. uh, distance running, I think, is going to be a, it's going to be another banner year for Coach Caleb Morgan. Keeps on getting better, uh, and so it'll be a good test out of the gate against a lot of D1s on Friday. And uh, from there, uh, they'll run a couple more times. They'll run in Huntsville. They'll run the Louisville Classic, and then they'll get right into the GSC in the middle of October. Will be the uh, GSC championship. Yeah, just a short schedule for cross country, and it's, like you said, when Caleb thinks you've got a deep team that can go far, that's saying something because his teams the last four years have just probably exceeded all expectations and been really good at both conference, regional, and the national level. Well, and they've dominated the conference landscape for quite some time now, and yes. even the regional landscape finishing first or second in in, in many years. Uh, and then you know, several years ago, there were there were some national championship uh, appearances. Uh, and performances that, you know, maybe were a little under par for what Coach Morgan would like to see. I think he thinks that, that these teams have a chance to really take that next step on the national championship level um, and, and really get a strong finish out there at, at the nationals as well. But we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. It all starts right. Friday, yes. but I, I think the, the prognosis, the prediction is, you know, they're going to be very good again. And so we're excited to watch them. Final team getting it started this weekend will be volleyball. They're going down to Due West, South Carolina, to the Erskine Invitational. They'll take on Tusculum, Erskine, and Lincoln Memorial. Two teams, of course, from Tennessee, and then South Carolina team. And 
be looking for the first win. Hopefully the first game is the first win for head coach Christoph Bob. Yeah, you always like to get that first one under your belt. Um, yeah, it's an opportunity to go out there, and I think they got an opportunity to, you know, get a win over the weekend and get that first win for Coach Christophob, and I know that's important to the players. You know, we heard Ashton, of course, talk so so highly of her head coach, and they haven't even had a regular season game yet, but it's just that impact that, that Coach Fob is making on the culture of the volleyball program. And, yeah, they'll get an opportunity, and then they come home on Wednesday against Tuskegee for the first game in Walker Arena. So, yeah, you hope to stack maybe some wins there. The schedule's not nearly as daunting as it was last year, which will help, not conference-wise. So hopefully you can maybe get some wins there and then you get into conference play. And, yeah, I think there's a – expectation that that the team will be much improved you know it, there's a lot of work to do and you hate to try and make predictions on wins and losses I think what what Ashton said and what coach Bob is trying to create is hey you know we've got talented players we're going to take care of our business we're going to do things the right way and we're going to let the results fall where they may and so I think you'll see uh you'll see a team out there on the court that uh that is improving each and every game and yes. uh, it all starts yes. this weekend. And, uh, yeah, we'll keep a close eye on it and uh, excited for this new season and new era of Lee Volleyball. Well, the one way the schedule works out this year, we only have one home game until September 19th when um, conference starts. So not many chances to see you here at home early on, but then later on the conference schedule is more back capable being at home with games. Right. So it's just kind of the way that the ebb and flow of the schedule. So, yeah, if you can go on the road and get a couple of wins non-conference, that'll hopefully uh, build some momentum as you get to play a few more games at home in October and into early November for the Lady Flames. But, yeah, should be an exciting season. And, man, just looking forward to kicking off. You know, yes. guys, we've, you know, we've, we've got a, a special announcement, right? So in, in, a, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be launching a Lee Flames mobile app, a brand new Lee Flames mobile app. And so we'll let you know more about that uh, next week on the podcast, but make sure to stay connected, leeuflames.com, and also at leeuflames, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for all the latest updates, videos, highlights, everything la- uh, Flames and Lady Flames. That's your that's your one-stop shop there, uh, leeuflames.com and at leeuflames on social media. And continue to let people know about the Burn em Up podcast. Yes. Great opportunity to, to hear from our student athletes and our coaches and also to get updated on what's going on with the Flames. A lot coming down for the Lady Flames and Flames. The season is here. Finally, after what seems like a long, long time, we're ready to rock and roll. And I'm looking forward to this Thursday night, Carmen, again. If you're a faculty and staff, free popcorn. Yeah. If you're a gateway student, a freshman student, free popcorn. And if you're not one of those, there's going to be a food truck. We're right. going to have to bring some up to that press box and eat during halftime, I think. And, and mission's free. So yes. you, don't have to, you don't have to get money out. Listen, you can't find family entertainment for – for that. I mean, you can bring a few bucks to get your Kona ice for the kids and enjoy some delicious Bishop's barbecue. Uh, maybe get a popcorn or a candy bar and a drink at the concession stand and then just enjoy some great soccer. Should be a nice night out. So yeah, bring the family. Come on out. Uh, nothing like Lee Athletics, one of the premier Division II athletic programs in the country, right here in your own backyard if you're local uh, here in the Bradley County uh, area. So make sure to come on out. And if you're not local, if you're a parent or you're you're a fan that lives outside of a of the area, you can always count on myself, Philip Tang, to bring you all the action. George Starr, of course, will be the voice of volleyball and basketball and baseball again. Philip and I will have the call on the soccer games, and so we look forward to that. Kicking off pregame 720, we'll kick it off at 730 Thursday. Sounds good. All right, so that's going to do it for Episode 2 of Season 2 of the Burn Up Podcast, again brought to you by Food City. For Commonwealth Story, I'm Phil Tang. We'll catch you next week. Mm-hmm.